Writers and Writing. I'm Rob, and with me tonight are is Mike. Wrong direction, because <laughs> yeah. you must probably can't hear see this on the the audio portion of this later. And at the very end is the redoubtable Karina Cooper. We'll start with Karina and introduce yourself to the the internet. Hello, Internet. If you do not know me by now, then you are doing something wrong. Um, I'm Karina Cooper. I am a, an author, a writer. I'm trying to combine those two, apparently. Um, I write uh, the St. Croix, Chroni Croix Chronicles, uh, which is a steampunk adventure series. And um, I have another series out which is done, so we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> Oh, I'm a geek and all sorts of things, so. And then we'll go next to... Mike. Uh, <laughs> um, Mike? Um, I don't really know who I am, apparently. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I do various things. Occasionally I try to write. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at Mr. Mike Myself. And uh, on the web, on the internet at uh, michaeldwoods.com. You're so cute. I just want to. Oops, sorry, wrong. <laughs> See, at least I'm not the only one with the directionally challengedness. I am mirrored, so everything is backwards on mine, at least. I'm judging you. Judgy, judgy. <laughs> and I'm Rob Hall. I write for Zero Fortitude and Ideology of Madness, and I have my own blog, um, The Pumpkin Society at blogspot.com. Um, uh, I seem to do a lot. Yes, you do. Um, and tonight, uh, the topic is getting started. How did you, how, how did you get started writing, and how do you get started on a project? Um, so we will start with our special guest, and we'll ask her how did she get started writing. Um, started writing just casually is uh, <laughs> a long and convoluted and embarrassing story. Um, I was. Uh oh. Uh oh. She froze. Damn internet! There she is. There she comes. Oh, man. Welcome back. There. It just randomly asked for my password. It was all, I don't believe you're you. <laughs> Screw off. Who um, are you? <laughs> yay. Okay. So I started reading at a much higher level when I was in elementary school, which sort of fueled my, my passion for how life could be. It, it wasn't, and I was reading like fantasy and like science fiction and, and all these crazy hardcore, you know, how life could be. Um, and it was never, well, this is a fantasy. It was like, no, my life could really be like this. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, if I tried hard enough, if I spoke the wizard's oath, I too will become a wizard. Um, and that sort of started my. I guess my, my brain, it kick-started my brain on that. So when I was 12, I read everything in every library I'd ever been in that was, to me, worth reading, um, which was fiction, primarily. And uh, I started reading romance. And romance at the time was, I mean, it had your classic bodice, ripper stuff, so on. 
but it had a lot of great information in it, historical information, which I learned a lot, and I aced all of my, my uh, history classes with, which my teacher didn't believe. It was because I read romance. And then in ninth grade, I developed this enormous crush on a theater guy. And I was so unable to figure out what to do with that that I wrote a short story. <laughs> and it, it was how my life was supposed to be. And it was published in the school paper. And it was, everybody knew who it was, despite the fact that I used fake names. And then friends came up to I, It was really embarrassing. It was, like, terrible. I'm, like, turning red. And my friends came up to me and said, so I have this crush on this guy, and could you, like, write me a story? <laughs> so I did. Um, I had this little questionnaire about your ideal guy and what hair color he was and, you know, what you wanted to be when you grow up and stuff, and I would write these little short stories. Fast forward about 10, 15 years, and... <laughs> That's funny considering you posted all over the internet or all over Twitter yesterday. It was your birthday. I know. It's the 31st, yeah. So fast forward a while, and I'm doing the dance with Man Candy. I don't know what I want to do. This is so stupid. Why am I doing this? I don't want to do this. This, you know, I've, I've done retail for years and years and years, over a decade. And he's like, well, what do you want to do with your life? You know, channeling Eddie is there. What do you want to do? Um... And I would say things, and of course, he would actually ch channel Eddie Izzard, you know, look, you're British, scale it back some, okay? And I said, well, I kind of want to write. And he's like, get your ass in the chair and write. So I did. Like, that was it. And I wrote a book. And it wasn't very good. So I wrote a second book, and that one wasn't very good either. So how many did you get through before you actually decided that it was good enough? Um, Which is a stupid question because I know they're never good enough. Two full books, 135 unfinished projects. Mm. Um, I did not, for whatever reason, I was unable to um, finish a book for probably a good five years. Uh, and then a friend of mine, um, hi Glitch, uh, a friend of mine taught me how to plot. And so I plotted that book. I finished that book. I sold that book. And it was the first book that came out, Blood of the Wicked, with my Paranormal Romance Dark Mission series. So cool. it was one of those things where you you start with this, well, you know, I kind of do this for fun. And look, I'm really embarrassed, but I'm going to do it anyway because I'm 12 or something. And came up again over and over and over and over again. That yeah, that's that's uh, pretty much where I'm at. It, it, I've done it. I've done it. I quit. I did it. I quit. I, and now I'm back to where something's got to happen with it. Well, let's focus you in there, Mr. Mike. Where? When did you? When? When did it actually begin that you wanted to write? When did I start writing? Oh, yes. Well. You're not um, free of this. Probably. I was about 16, and, well, the first story I wrote, I was probably 12, and I, my best friend, 
we we've been best friends since first grade, and so we hung out during the summers and everything. And I grew up in the country. There was a field down the street from our house, and me and him found an old piece of machinery buried under just briars and bramble and trees and you know just in the midst of all of this in this old field it was just an old piece of farm farming tools or equipment and on just because i wrote i, I think i'd been re reading um a wind in the door you know madeline l engel yep and so i was kind of uh channeling a lot of that and wrote this story about you know this thing was a broken down robot from a parallel universe and we rescued it and repaired it and went out on many, many adventures, you know, As through you time do. and space. And it was, it was, it was, it was basically, you know, escapist fantasy. It was, I live out in the middle of nowhere, so let me write a story with me in it going places. And, um, then I didn't do anything else for several years, and I got into an English class with a really awesome English teacher who insisted that we keep journals. And, of course, you know, I'm a teenager at the time, you know, 16, 17 years old. The last thing I want to do is worry about that kind of stuff. So at the last minute, every week before the papers, you know, before our journals got collected, I would have to sit in the lunchroom and create a week's worth of journal entries. And, you know, I was just, just ah, going through. The beginning of write. fiction. What's that? The beginning of fiction. Yeah, exactly. I would I would draw little comic strips. I would, I would write, like, poetry or short little stories. You were better than I was then, because I never did that. I refused. What's that? <laughs> The, the journal? The journal, yeah. I, I actually, that's when I started seeing the potential. And and then my, you know, I had several teachers read the stuff, and I got put into, like, the school newspaper a couple of times. And and it was, and then I got into horror movies, and I decided, well, you know, this is the route I want to go. I want to write movie scripts. So I wrote four or five Hour and a half length, cheap B movies, you know, which is what I was watching at the time, you know, and then somewhere in my twenties, I, I stopped. I just quit writing completely and started focusing on, you know, um, graphic design. But I've always gone back to it a little bit. I've always piddled with ideas. And then when I, it was about this time last year when I went to the writers conference in Macon that I decided this, this is what I really want to do and really miss doing. So the conference kind of jump started that for you. Well, I was already, my I mean, wife. again, I should say, right, right, for you. Yeah, I mean, when we moved into this house, uh, the last summer, you know, I was going through a bunch of old notebooks, finding stuff that had been packed away, 
and my wife read a, quite a bit of it. And you know, she's always been a, a, a strong supporter for my writing, but she is the one that's like, "Look, this is what you want to do. You need to do it." You know, I can't financially afford to just quit my job and just do it all the time. Shh. I say, I say, okay. That's a loud kids like mine. Sorry, go on. <laughs> okay, was that... Oh, that's your hat? Oh, yeah. <laughs> This like, okay, hat. just ball the cat up and toss it up to the side. No, no, this is, this is my hat. It is the most awesome hat. So, yeah, I mean, basically Twitter, Twitter, between my wife and Twitter, it's really has gotten me back into it. Cool. I think when I was kind of starting to dabble back into it, um, okay, stop it, Google Hangouts. You're being weird. Um, I went to the Emerald City Writers Conference, which is in Seattle. Um, and I didn't know what to expect. I was 18, I think. I think I was 18, 17, 18, something like that. My mom went with me. And it's a romance conference. I mean, it's, it's straight-up romance. Or at least it was at the time. I don't know if it still is. It might be doing that kind of embracing thing. Yeah. And um, I got a lot was, you know, where is your mother? In which case my mother would be like, hi, <laughs> come right here. Uh, but being around people, I think, that, that are gung-ho and, and have done that and are doing that and stuff, I think has a lot to do with how you get started. Like, Anybody can kind of say, well, I think I'm going to do this. But everybody says that. Oh, I could write a book, or I'm thinking of writing a book, or I want to write a book, or, you know, Dorothy Parker, I want to have written. Yeah. Uh, and I know a lot of people who want to have written. Like, that is actually why they do what they do, because they want to have written. Um, I think it helps if you want to write. Not, not just have books out, but I... I'm sick in the head because I love the writing process. Even the parts I hate, I love. I hate, I, I like, I hate love the deadlines. I hate love the revisions process. I hate love the wait. Like, <laughs> there's a lot of hate love going on here. Like, I, my whole writing career is, you know, the Eminem Rihanna song. <laughs> but I, I mean, I get off on it. I love it. It's I'm a, a certified workaholic, and I think I think you have to be hungry for at least an aspect of that because there are easier jobs to to do. Yes, I I because I know yeah. when I sit down, I when I sit down to like write my like the Friday fiction thing. There's a point where the beginning <laughs> is like um, it's like pain. But when you're done, it's like awesome, and it's like there's that it's like dread. exercise. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's dread and then relief, and, and so there are days when like my Friday fiction goes up sometime around ten on that Friday because I'm like I'm getting it done. But you do, yeah. Well, uh, my thing is, 
and, and I'm almost the complete opposite of Rob. I get this great idea, and I get this this opening, and I, I you know I I can write out 250, 500 words while I'm at work, driving around in my truck. I pull up in a driveway, you know I'll grab Evernote and I'll I'll type it in, or I'll grab a notebook and write it down. But then once I get past that initial seed of an idea, it it it's like pulling teeth to make to get any more of the story written. See, that's the exercise part. That's right. where you got to keep going. Because otherwise well, my Friday fiction would never be done because it would be sit at five hundred and I'm like I my goal is a thousand words or Thousand words or or nothing, and so it's like put it out. Oh my god! Ignore the shinies, Mike. Ignore them. Yes. Or actually, don't. Um. Okay, let's let's back this up a little bit. To get started, I think you really need to have. I'm gonna say three arbitrarily, but I may go above or below this. Okay, so because I'm pretending I know what I'm gonna say. Um, you, you have to have the thing that you want to write. I mean, that, that is, you can say I want to write all you want, but if you've right. got nothing to write about, you're, you know, standing up there with your ass in the wind. So, you need, <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> so, you need something to write about. You absolutely need to be hungry for it. And everybody starts at varying degrees of hunger. There's the, 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 I want to have written people who are like, you know, I'll get around to it eventually, you know. Um, and then there are the people who are like, I want to, I want to sit down and I want to work on this stuff, but I'm only going to plink at it a little bit. And it takes them 10 years to write, you know, a novella. <laughs> wow. <Okay>. Judging. <laughs> Not really. Um, but then you've got the people who are like, that's it. No more pussyfooting around. I, th I'm going to write this. I'm going to get this done. I'm going to, whatever it takes, I'm going to do. And these are the people, like, I, I hover between two and three. Um, the people who have kids, who have jobs while they have kids, and partners while they have kids and they have jobs, in no particular order, and who still manage to write, I have nothing but respect for them. Like, I feel like nothing compared to them because they, wow. Yeah, it, I, I, yeah, because, I mean, I have kids, I have a partner, I have a house payment, I have a 60-hour-a-week job, and it's, I'm looking at this blank screen going, oh, I just, I, I, I want to do this. Yeah. But I don't have the energy, and I still have to do it. And it means your hunger. So my hunger is like, like here. I wanted to put in the work, you know. And the man candy said, "Okay, go ahead and quit your job. Let's make this happen. Like calculated risk. We're gonna do it." So I'm really lucky, and I'm, I'm not even gonna like pretend that this is all. Oh, I did it all myself. You know, female empowerment. Like, no, <laughs> man, I got, I got a sugar daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> 
This I need to it. go downtown and find me a sugar daddy. <laughs> Seriously. But my level of hunger, you know, is perfect for that. You know, um, I don't know that I could hold down a job and, and write this at the same time. Your hunger has to be even bigger because it has to put up with all this other stuff that you're doing. It has to outweigh your, your flagging. So, so, yeah, you need to somehow, you need to have that hunger. And if you don't have it, then keep planking around. Not you, but, you know. Right. No, I, <laughs> I can't. No, yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan Linker. of you not planking around. And because the step from where you are now to where I'm at isn't that big. It's mm-hmm. just time. And that's, it's carving out the time and thought, because I, where, where I am now isn't that far, really, but I ended up being lucky and I have two sites that said, would you write for us? I mean, I don't get paid, but it is awesome that there are people out there that like what I write and they wanted me to do it for them and they, like, recently, like, so they've added more writers, like, one site. And they've asked me to, like, edit their stuff. And I'm like, that was awesome. And... Sorry. I have, <laughs> sorry, I have a cat who's not allowed in here. That's awesome. Okay. But, and then... But then you gotta... Like, I've added a new goal. Like, after talking to Ed Kurtz, and, like, yeah, he was going to be here, then his wibbly-wobbly... He abandoned me. It's fine. No, no, no. Yeah. But he, he pointed out uh, a place that would be, like, a place for me to try to get, like, a short story. Because he got one accepted there, and Glitter Wolf. And I'm like, well, first, it's called Glitter Wolf, so I'm sold. <laughs> and and 10,000 words, that's well within my wheelhouse, because mm-hmm. I've already got 30,000 words up on ideology of madness in my own story, I think I can do 10,000 of a short story. So, the thing is, fuck it, I'm going to do it, and I'm going to keep trying until they they take something I've written. And then... See, and I think that's a smart way to do it. I mean, you, 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 you did what, um, almost everyone I know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to come up with names, and I'm like, no, they, they did it in bits, which is, you know, you start with writing short stories professionally, you know, quote unquote, whether it's like epic professional level or whether it's just, you know, kind of an indie rag or something. You know, you well, did it. Well, well, short stories are really, with all the internet magazines, short stories are really, to me, giving more opportunities to get, a, get your name out there. Mm-hmm. Let's reborn. For a while there, I mean, short stories were considered the thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. And and now it's like, oh, we can. This is viable, and I'm like, oh. You mean you can use the internet for good? Balder dash. I um did not. I I. How do I say this without offending? Oh well. I hate short. Sto- I hate short stories. I hate writing them. I hate them with a pink I, I, and purple passion. With the with the power of a thousand fiery suns, I hate them. And yet, Fireside Fiction came to me and said, hey, you want to write a short story? And I, what they didn't know, what, what Brian, who, who right. owns and operates and all that, didn't know is that 
I was over here going, (laughs) (laughs) and I type, this would be really awesome. <laughs> and and actually, that was the. Um, hey, what, what what didn't you promise something as part of their? I did. I had Kickstarter to do, goals. Um, I see. I was wondering if anybody would call me. <laughs> I have to do uh, steampunk pinups, which which I will be doing. I just have to wait for the photographer to have the time and so on. And yes, I see you, Mr. Photographer, who is following me right now. I love you too. But. Um, it, it, it'll happen. It will happen. It's on my my to do list. I just gotta wait for everything to to I fall into place. Money, you know, it's been what a year. Has it been a year? No, it hasn't. No, it hasn't. Really, Don't do but. that to me. <laughs> he's, he's being harsh. No, no, there there will be steampunk pinups. I just gotta get everything right. So, um, plus it'll be way cooler with my hair long. Vanity, come on. <laughs> I understand that. But short stories, really, like that was kind of my first short story that where they were like, you had a limit and you had so many words and and so on and so forth. And dude, that takes skill. It's hard. Yeah. I, I, I try to do Chuck's um, flash fiction yeah. weekly thing. Uh huh. And I can't. I can't. Every single time oh. I do it, I fall into oh, close to two thousand words, and I sit there and I. I cut and I cut and I'm like, oh, I'm okay, fourteen hundred. Oh, I only need to get four hundred more. You know what? Screw it. This is going to be a three thousand word story. See, but my- you know, you know why it's so good is it really does teach you what is extraneous bullshit and what oh, is it does. the heart they, of the story. You try to get a thousand words and and if, from you know a beginning, a middle, and an end. And you you learn real quick what stays and what goes. One of my favorite um, little pieces of flash fiction is was for one of his challenges. I I, I call it it's uh, the ladder, um, and I just wrote it um, at work, <laughs> which was horrible because I was at work and I was most probably should have been doing something else. <laughs> I wrote everything at work, but I uh, while driving. But and out of my window, there is a uh, uh, it was an industrial like uh, dairy, and on the roof there has been this ladder, and I'm just sitting there and I'm, like dejected. So I wrote I, I wrote a short piece of fiction like, and then they left me here and all alone, and and I was like, it was awesome, and I was like, and I'm like this this was good, and I was kind of. I had, it was like a, a nice little trigger to help kind of push forward even more. I had one creative writing teacher that I liked. One. Uh, she brought home or brought to, to school a bunch of random things. This was in high school sometime. A bunch of random things in a bag that she just picked up from her house. And I got a little teddy bear, like probably about this big, you know, just, you know, not that big. Um, and a dusty kind of old thing. And I looked at it, and there was a dried-up old spider in its ear. (laughs) And the only thing I ever wrote that I really liked in high school was about that. And it was kind of from the same thing, like, you know, this little teddy bear and, you know, first being taken from the store and kind of not knowing what's going on and then being loved and then being abandoned and then having a little friend curl up in his ear and die, basically. So. (laughs) Aw, yeah, see... 
See, that's you all both. My getting started for me was a little bit different. I don't know why for me it was odd because like you all wrote stories, I wrote poetry. I I was one of those children. I because I I wrote poetry. I submitted it to like the the places that you would. I, I like in high school, I won like the little awards, and then I moved on. To, I, there was like poetry writing, poetry reading, and I did that in high school too. I was the, and it wasn't until like gaming for me that that I started like writing stories, and then like then it was backstories, and then I would have my spiral binders of stuff that I was like, no, you cannot, oh, stop, drop that, you can't touch it, and because mm -hmm. I didn't want anybody else to read it, because I'm like, what if they hated it? And, yeah, and, and, and I didn't, I didn't think about that, but yeah, while I, throughout high school and shortly after high school, while I was gaming, I, see, I never considered that writing, it, it was gaming, but you're right. It, it was part of storytelling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Writing the backstories of these characters, and and telling stories in you know, well, at the time it was first edition Dungeons and Dragons. But yeah, I'm showing my age. Hey now, we've, oh, well, we both played, played AD first edition. So oh yeah, but yeah, it it was well. I'm. I was the one that could admit at that time that I'm like, no, this isn't backstory. I'm writing a story, and that. So I had people that would tell me it's about the. This is my backstory. I'm like, no, you wrote a story. Let's and be honest. But I, I guess having had come from writing poetry and stuff and such, I'm like, no, I understand the difference here. What is um, now I'm talking with my hand. Um, but I guess because I came from Maya, we also had like an odd oral storytelling thing with my family too. And we would tell stories like that. Because like, there are points where like cousins like, do you remember when you were telling us this story? And I'm like, well, yeah, I do. I, I'm, I could tell you that story again right now. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm I'm one of those oh, travelers. Yes, yeah, yeah, and see, I did that too. So what you do during spring break or during summer break? And I would just build these elaborate tales, and they're like, "No, you didn't." I'm like, "No, I didn't," but it would have been cool, wouldn't it? If I did, yeah. No, I think I think to get started, all this can be tapered down to one very simple thing. Finish a book, or a story, or just finish it. Like all the ideas in the world, all the the oh crap, sorry, bad me. <laughs> I like sorry. the noise though. That's pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> my Sound my like noir, closing music. Yeah, <laughs> my noir shock. Um, but it really does come down to no matter how many ideas you have, no matter where you think you're going, what you want to do, whatever. If you don't finish it, you have nothing to work with. You have smoke. And what are you supposed to do about that? You, 
finish a book. A lot of people will come up to me and say, oh, I have, I have this idea, and I want to do this, and I've been working on it for seven years, and I've been blah, 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 blah. Um, will you read it and give me your opinion, and, and so on. And the only thing I tell them is, finish the book. The end. Once you finish it, then you move on to the next step. But until then, it's just speculation. You just, you just don't know. Like, you've got nothing. You can't sell it. You can't... Share it. Share it. Yeah, absolutely. So, right. step I, number I, one. I have, um, yeah, it kind of veers off from the getting started topic, but <gasps> I have to know, how do you do your post-its? Oh, you're freaking, really, you're going to make me get up? You know I'm not wearing no, any pants. No, 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 you don't, you don't, yeah, no, you don't have to get up. Um, Hang on. It's actually right here. <laughs> the floor scooch. Nope. It's in reach. Mm. Now, if you fall down, it's all Mike's fault. I know. That's all right. No, I take no blame. Okay. Not too far, because, you know, pants. <laughs> <laughs> like this. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, and the is there any significance? I assume, yeah. Yes. The colors? Okay. okay, so, actually, this kind of works out fairly well, because uh, to finish a book, there are people who are pantsers, and they, they just write, and they write, mm -hmm. and they write, and they write. And that's fine, because that's how I finished my first two really bad books. Um, and then there are people who get lost in the details. And these are the people who have spent the past seven years, I'm looking at you, uh, who have spent the past seven years on one project because they get a new shiny idea and they want to fold it back in or blah, 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 like whatever the millions of reasons are. To them, I say, learn to plot. Um, and I use, um, <laughs> thanks, PJ. She's all tweeting about my pencilessness. Um, I really, I was a pantser, and now I'm a plotter, and now I'm like a plotter evangelist. Um, this is what helps me write a book in a month or three months or whatever the deadline is that I give myself. And um, the first thing I use is Kathy Yardley's Rock Your Plot, which is like $1.99 on Kindle. It is amazing. It completely turned my plotting. Even this is a little bit um, kind of big for what I do now, but it's similar enough. So after I've got my plot points figured out, which is like, you know, like your opening scene, your first plot point, your midpoint, your black point, you know, all these things, right? Okay. I put it, this square is a chapter, right? And this is all a guideline. I have 20 squares. Generally, I end up with like, 28, 35 chapters, but I break, I break that up later. I write in scenes. I don't write in chapters. But I plot in chapters because it visually helps me see what's going on. What this tells me, the green is a location. The only time I put a green up is when I change locations. Okay? So here's my setting, green. The, what do I have on this? This was for, what is this? This was for Gilded, so this is like two, two books back. Um, the yellow, the first colored one, 
typically, and it isn't for, for this book because Cherry is all first person, so I don't need to worry about POV. So the first color typically is your POV. If you're, if you're doing your hero, your heroine, another character, whatever, you start with that. This is all first person Cherry. So instead, each one of these colors represents a person, or the pink is Cherry. So I write down what the person in the scene with, what their goal is. Because every character has goal motivation conflict, right? Mm -hmm. So I write down what their goal is. I write down this purple is another character. There's three people in the scene. I write down what that character's goal is. I write down what her goal is, right? And each one of these, this is all hawk, by the way. You see this lovely color? This is what I use for hawk. This is lots of hawk and cherry back and forth. Yes. So typically, what I do now is it's a lot easier. I usually have something like this. One, two, three, four. My location, my goal, my motivation, my conflict. I am actually, this is like a horrible thing to show this to you, but I'm actually going to do a post on how to plot with post-its, and it will be a lot clearer than this. But the fact of the matter is, is that each one of these colors represents something. You can't see it now. Each one of these colors represents something. At a glance, I can look at it and visually see the scene. So for people who can't outline, okay, nobody listen to this. Okay. For people who can't outline, um, it's a really brilliant way to do it because it's all color-coded. And then it's like looking at art, which is how my brain works. I can look at it and go, there's too much orange over here, so I'm going to change it like this. That visually looks better. That makes your pacing better. Oh. It's the weirdest thing how it works. There's, there's too much hot pink over here. That's, I mean, everybody likes sex, but that's too much sex. So now if we, you know, spread it out, then that makes it better. Like it, it's suddenly not like, oh, drama, 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 sex, 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 drama, drama, drama. You know, now it's like drama, drama, sex, drama, 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 sex, drama, sex, sex, drama, you know, which is better. Yes. <laughs> anyway, so that's, that's basically my post-its. But I, Kathy Yardley's Rock Your Plot will tell you how to do it. I will be the, yay. Yeah, I've got my. Mm. I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to, I'm going to try your method. I will do a better, um, how to do it. Because now I actually, that's, a, that's an old cork board. Now I have a whiteboard that I just stick my stickies on. Um, but I'll do a better how to do it post. That will be a lot better than me trying to verbalize. Because seriously. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to the post. Yeah, I will, seriously. Um, I'm not going to do it this weekend because I have edits due. But I will do it. I'll do it next week. Post haste. Post. Um, and we will try to put a link in the show notes to um, Rock Your Plot. Um, so that way everybody can go it's and find it. Best $2 I ever spent. I mean, it really helped streamline everything. Yeah, because I realized as I was looking over um, Captain's Journey, I was like, wow, I sit here and don't do a lot for a couple couple weeks. Oh, shit. <laughs> and, I, and I think that's the only problem with not having someone... With um, I guess I don't have a boss. They they're like happy that there's something going up. So they're, and I'm like, I need someone to kick my ass. I'm not very good at this. 
when you're when you're contracted, you do have the benefit of having you know a boss, quote unquote. I mean, you do have dates that you have to, you know, and it's hit them or die. Although some editors will be like, oh, life kicked you in the face. Have a few extra days or you know something like that. I'm I got some extra days uh, from my editor for revision simply because I ended up stuck on a family vacation and she's like, I'm headed to Texas. So take a couple days, get them to me. So, but in the yeah. end, hit them or die. True. Yeah. And like, um, the, the occasions where they give me like assignments, they're not normally giving me writing assignments. They're giving me review things, mm -hmm. but it's still, it works. And like, for me, I guess I'm like, I, I guess I'm like you. I'm like, I'm a workaholic. Ooh, I have something to work towards. I have a goal. I, woohoo! Here, is it done? Are you happy? Pet me. I'm a puppy. And you know, plotting actually gives me those goals as well. Um, which I'm not very organized by nature, uh, as you might have noticed from my crazy. No, not at all. <laughs> like, have you seen my office? It's kind of ridiculous. That's funny um, because my eyes just wandered around your room as you said it. Oh yeah, I'm. You can't even see my desk. Like this is this is a hint of you know. I have like a map of like the current thing I'm working on. My tape is over here, buried in stuff. I have matches, you know, <laughs> like in case I don't know. It's kind of ridiculous. My my desk calendar is under all of this. But when I plot, it actually gives me little um, achievement unlocks. You know, oh, hey, oh, yeah. I made it to the first plot point. Woohoo, go drink, you know. Um, <laughs> any excuse, right? Oh, I made it two pages, go drink. No, it's not bad. Um, I got 20 words, go drink. <laughs> but that in itself has been really helpful in, in focusing me, um, which I think is why NaNoWriMo is so good for so many people. It does give them that, that community aspect that we were talking about earlier, the support to kind of get it done, the competitiveness for people who need that competition, and that kind of, you know, endorphin achievement. Hey, could you get out of my <laughs> shot? Come on, cat. <laughs> and that kind yeah. of endorphin achievement for um, completing what you said you wanted to complete, which is a really good feeling. Yeah, I managed to get 20, I think 28,000 words done last year. And that's that's after sitting at um, the writers conference and at a table with Chris Batty and thinking, well, I can do this. But that was my first year doing it, so I got about halfway. So that wasn't too bad. No, I, that's great. What do they say? Nana Rivas, I'm only what? They want you to hit sixty thousand. Fifty. Fifty thousand. That's that's you know half a book right there. So half of that is a quarter. I mean. Most people don't even get that far, so now you just have to hone it. Yeah, but, yeah. So, so I'm going to, like, yank this back on track because, sorry, everybody. <laughs> um, once you have the book written, what then? Like, once you have the story done, what then? Wait, I guess I'm the... <laughs> yeah, You're the guest. Yeah. You're taking over. I'm like, you've heard my goal of, like, how to try to get there and using the like short story to try to get published and then like got a goal but I, well, I wouldn't know what to do with the book because it's the like, same thing 
it's the it's the exact same thing you do the short story. You start querying, you know, assuming that you weren't you didn't write to spec, which you know if you did, then of course you basically say, you know, hey, we want you to write this story, do this many words, and make it about this or make it in this genre or whatever. If you write a book, you start doing your research. Um, I'm going to gloss over the whole do you or do you not need an agent because I think every new author in this industry, if you're doing um, traditional publishing in any format, needs an agent. I just, that's what I believe. There's way too many pitfalls in this industry to not have someone like that in your corner. Um, your mileage will vary. So generally I say you start querying for an agent. And so you have to start doing your research. If you like authors who write in your genre, go find out who their agent is. It's all online. Um, if I found my agent through Twitter, <laughs> I was querying agent after agent after agent, and a friend of mine um, tweeted something about her agent, and I looked at her site, and I'm like, well, she seems pretty cool. And so I talked to my friend first because I'm overly conscious about that sort of stuff and I'm like would it bother you at all if I cried your agent she's like girl <laughs> do it so <laughs> so I did and um, that's the agent that ended up acquiring me so use what you know because all that information is there and then here's the key go to that agent's website the web their website not anybody else's website their website Look at their submission guidelines. Follow them. That is the number one most important thing you need to do when querying an agent. Because it doesn't matter how, how good your book is. For the most part, if you don't follow the guidelines, you're out. They don't care. So something that very few people actually talk about, but agents talk about all the time, which is, for the love of God, please follow the submission guidelines. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't understand why people still wouldn't, I mean, especially anybody on Twitter, because yeah, you, I mean, hear that you Twitter? see it all no day long. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So. That's, I'm, that's good advice. Like, I would have not... Well, I assume I'm OCD, so I would have been like, all writing, where do we begin? And then, like, kind of plowed through and, like, oh my god, is it two? Are there two spaces after every period or one? Oh, sweet god. It, no, 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 no. Let me, let me stop you there. It doesn't matter. Like, there are purists who say it does, but I'm going to tell you whatever you think it is, whatever publisher you end up with, whatever copy editor you end up with, whatever freelancer editor you end up with, they will guaranteed say it's the other thing. So it doesn't matter. All that stuff can be fixed later. You know, as long as, un unless the person you're looking at specifically says, you have two spaces after your period or I will hate you forever. You well, know, in which case, do but it. But in, in most cases, what I've seen is submission guidelines are, how much to submit? You know, if, if they want to see the whole book, they'll they'll ask for it. If if they want just three random chapters, they'll ask for it. If they want the first two paragraphs, you know, submission guidelines are. I mean, there's specific things they want you to send up front. 
and I'm going to say three again because, again, I'm making this number up. There might be more, there might be less. But three very important things about submitting to an agent. If they say we do not accept mail queries or we do not accept email queries, pay a bloody attention, all right? If they say paste it in the body of your email, do it. Do not attach. Make sure your signature is not something that is an attachment. In fact, straight up text signatures, people, please, just generally. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're, if you're, if it comes across as an attachment, then most of the time the agents won't read it. They won't open it. It's too dangerous. And there's probably a third, but I'm just, I, I don't know. Um, you said three. <laughs> I'm expecting three now. See that? Oh, oh. If they do not say paste it in the body of the email, um, generally look and see if they have anything about attachments. Most agents, I think, do say no attachments. So even if it doesn't say paste in the body of the email, don't send attachments. So there's only, you know, unless you're going to write it in the sky, there's only one particular way that you can do that, which is paste in the body of the email. So these things are the things that I mostly see come up on, like the, the hashtag agent query um, or ask agent kind of stuff. Um, and those are important because they can they can stand in your way of getting accepted by an agent. Well, you may have written the most wonderful novel of all time. If mm -hmm. you cannot meet the submission guidelines, no one will ever see mm -hmm. it. Because what that says to them is that you are a difficult person to work with. And you don't want that attached to your name. There are a thousand writers just like you. Why do you want to be the difficult one? Yeah, I was asked to describe myself in one word once. I said, bad at following directions. <laughs> wow. You hurt me. You hurt me a lot. Awesome. Awesome. But, you know, there will be people who, um, and this is one of those things that I noticed talking to people at cons and stuff. There are people whose mileage does vary. They say, oh, well, I didn't follow guidelines and my agent took me or I blah, blah, blah. And, you know, those are exceptions. And it's so, like, you can tell I'm, like, super, this is super critical, is you have to follow the guidelines. Because well, wh why, why shoot yourself in the foot? See, that's what I was going to say. In the, from the, words I ran out of them today. Easy for you to say. Uh, why not eliminate all the hurdles that you possibly can at the very beginning to give yourself the best beginning that you can? Mm -hmm. You put blood, sweat, and tears into this project. There's no reason not to. So, you know, you, you talk to an agent. You send them out. Um, it used to be that agents did not want you multi-submitting to other agents, you know, one agent at a time, and this was at a time of snail mail usually, and mm -hmm. agents were taking three, six, nine, twelve, sixteen months to get through their, you know, oh, <laughs> I do not have the patience for that. Thank goodness they don't do that anymore. Now they're pretty chill. Um, so I really, I have a friend who recommends seven agents at a time. 
Sorry, pretend like I know my. <laughs> See, I ran, she ran out of numbers, numbers today. Yeah, numbers. No numbers. Um, a friend of mine recommend recommends seven agents at a time. Um, I did four. It was just more comfortable for me. But you should, at any given time, have four to seven, uh, possibly fourteen. I mean, whatever you're comfortable with. Um, queries out at any given time. Um, find a way to keep track of them. Uh, there used to be a thing I think called agent tracker or query tracker. I think might still be online, if not a spreadsheet. Um, I did it all in my email, and as soon as you get a rejection, you put it in the you know already tried folder so that you don't you know double spam them because you don't want to do that, um, and you send out another one, and you just keep this cycle going. And if an agent asks for a partial, you make note of that and you send out another one. Like, why not? Yeah, I mean, really, you are. Uh, oh, oh, individually, individually. This is really important. Please don't multi-submit to agents all in one email. Okay, so mass yeah, CCing. Yeah, yeah okay. no mass CCing, no mass BCCing. No matter how clever you think you are, no. Every query should have the agent's name, you know, Dear, I, I err on the side of caution um, when I emailed my, my query, uh, or snail mailed, I think, because she was doing snail mail queries at the time. Um, it was, dear Ms. Bradford. Like, you know, and I let her set that tone. And she came back to me and said, you know, blah, 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 Laura. And she called me Karina. She wasn't like, Ms. Cooper or anything. So I took that to be like, Thank you very much, Laura. Attached is blah 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 as you requested. You know, so so always the agent's name, the cover letter should or the query letter should reference the agency. You know that kind of thing. So these right. things matter. Yeah. Well, yeah. Every everybody's a unique, a unique snowflake, and they want to be treated as such. And why not do it? I am a super special snowflake. Thank you ever so much. I'm a pretty butterfly. Yeah. Chad, one of the this is here's my my scary one I the I'm writing my own story, not mine, not like fiction. I'm writing about me, and I thought, why not finish it and then try to submit it? Sure. And I was like, why not? So why not? As long as it's not getting in the way of anything else. No, it's, I'm I'm doing it at the same time as all the other writing, so. Might as well. See, I I don't hold with that. Sorry, I'm just gonna like throw down right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> I hey, don't. I... I believe in one project at a time, and I don't mean one series at a time because series can run, you know, a good time. But I I truly believe one um one book at a time. I should say because short stories can be pretty quick, right? So if you're writing a book and then you take a weekend to do a short story or whatever, okay, you know what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Enough out of you. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, but, I'm horrible. But in theory, but if you have, it's like, think of it like cooking, right? If you have too many burners on, every type of, I think, where did I, where did I read this that it clicked? I think Will Wheaton actually wrote this thing about blogging and doing this all at the same time. But every project you are working on is taking away from the other projects. 
It's why authors are completely batshit insane when we're dealing with our own PR, our own blogs, our own, you know, you ever see a, a, an author on a blog tour? We lose our ever-loving minds. And the, part of that is because it takes a certain part of your brain to focus on a project. And then if you rip yourself out of that project to work on the next project, first of all, what should be taking a finite amount of time to finish one project is now taking double the time to finish that project, if not triple, quadruple, if that's how your brain works. Um, so by finishing one project at a time, you are guaranteeing that you have something to query with while you're working on the next project. Yeah, and... and, and Kind of a light bulb My or... experience, you know, working on multiple projects, they all end up sounding the same. All, you know, if I'm working on four short stories, they all become homogenized, same voice, the same character, just with a different name. Although I still tend to do a lot of that. <laughs> but I will, once I, I'll get started on several projects and then I will focus on, okay, this is the one I need to finish. Set these to the side because this is the one that holds my attention the most right now. Yeah, I mean, then you find another one to focus on later. Exactly. That's yeah. that's see, that's where the discipline aspect comes in. See, getting started really is, I think, about getting the discipline to focus, which doesn't come easy. And and I think there are authors, possibly even who are following me, um, who can work on multiple projects at once, and they're very very good at it. But you can't expect everyone to be Gordon Ramsay or, you know, me or them or you. Or, you know, you have to find what works for you. And if you aren't getting projects done now, possibly it's something to do with how you're handling your projects. And that's, yeah. just, that's just the business aspect. I mean, that's, that's just the, you know, I want to tell everybody that they're really special and they're really talented and they're really... You know, I support them, and I want to see them succeed, and, and, you know, I'm glad that they're writing, but get that bitch done is really what it comes down to. Uh, you're right, though, because, like, guess what? Guess which thing didn't get written for me this week? My story. Mm -hmm. If something had to fall to the wayside with everything else, so, like, okay, this one can wait. I, I've got these things that I've already... I've committed to this is just my my pet project, so I'll sacrifice it to get the things that I've promised to other people done. Mm -hmm. You have to you have to make the time. Pardon me. <laughs> I'm like I I I had two brothers and three uncles, so I belch like crazy. So I'm like uh, I'm all like I'm on camera. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, that that was actually one of the things I had to learn as well, which is um, I don't function well when I have to split my time between projects. Um, and authors already have to do a certain amount of that when we're working on a first draft and then edits for the thing we just finished come in. And we have to pull ourselves from this and work on that. And, you know, so that already is kind of going on. If you develop this habit now, imagine what's going to happen when you actually have professional edits coming in. And you actually have copy edits coming in. And suddenly, your two projects or your three projects now have the edits from here, the copy edits from there, 
plus your two short stories that you've promised. You've got seven projects all of a sudden. You know, so <laughs> you can't or fifteen if you're you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but but you you do have to kind of um you have to develop that discipline. You have to put your butt in the chair. You have to get your pages done or your words done, however you want to do it. Even if um, it's 250 words a day or 100 words a day or an hour a day, like whatever your thing is, do it. Minus 20 pages a day. And that's because this is my job. Like this, this, <laughs> is, where, this is my home. This is where I live. <laughs> no, yeah. See, uh, I was, I was going to say that I, I, I agree with you on the people that go and go to their day job, then go home and take the kids out and then write a novel or two a year. I'm like, sweet spaghetti monster, how do they do that? I write, um, I don't have kids, I don't have a day job. I have a, a partner, um, so that kind of takes up time. We're both kids, I mean, really. I have four cats and a rabbit. I mean, it's not the same, but come on. I have shit to deal with. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but And I, I run a LARP. Every week, um, I do, well, which is where the Black Fury book comes in. Um, so, there, I mean, we all have things we're doing, but you still have to kind of make this happen. Like, and I don't, I don't know how to make that any clearer. Like, to get started, you have to make it happen, whatever, like whatever it takes. I, yeah, I agree. I mean, that's, that, I mean, that's I'm really, looking at Mike. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a procrastinator. Yeah, aren't we all? <laughs> I write, um, I write four books a year. Um, four books a year, and that's not including. Again, bear in mind, this is what I do. Like, right, right, right. No job, no kids. Uh, I write four books a year. Uh, that's not including novellas, short stories, blog posts, things like that. Um. Three years ago, oh my god, what year is it? Four years ago, I would never have been able to do this. And it's because I had to cultivate the discipline. I'm like, what am I? I'm like a mistress of book writing. I'm all like, get it done. No, I, that's a Twitter. <laughs> I like that, though. See, it's like, well, I'm, cause I'm going to sing your praises here. Because, yeah, that's what I need. Because, like, and I'm... It's easily integrated for, for me because I've already done, I, I have the discipline, period, end of sentence, because you can't get to where I've gotten personally without it. I just have to figure out, I mean, it's the, the vision of how to apply it here. And just hearing what, like, what you're saying had, puts more pieces in place, like, mm -hmm. Like hearing what, what just the statement where I tell, told you about glitter wolf and like that's you're you're taking steps and that helps and it's like we'll also help this gentleman over here and the rest of our listeners as well. I mean, so that they understand. I mean, it may sound simple, but you have to make it click in your head so mm -hmm. that you can then put that foot forward and then take the next step, which is words on the page till done. And, and whatever the, the goal is that will get you there, that's what you have to do. If you are lucky enough to have a partner who basically puts your ass in the chair, <laughs> um, 
that's great. Uh, it's good to start with support, but in the end, it has to come from you. And that is really the hardest lesson I think any author has to kind of figure out, which is there is nobody twisting your arm, unless you're into that. I'm okay. Uh, basically saying you get these pages done. Like, hey, I'm not judging. <laughs> you know, if you can type like this, then, you know, we're good. But the, really, no one is holding you accountable. It's like anything else you do in your life, you know, get, you don't have a parent basically saying, did you get your pages done? Are you okay? You know, you gotta, you gotta just do it yourself. So, and that discipline has been the hardest thing for me to learn because I can get up and go play with my cats. I can go watch TV. I can go watch anime or read Yaoi or, you know, whatever. Um, what, what is your, what is your, 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 your normal work schedule? I mean, I, how do you work every day? Uh, it does vary depending on what my sleep schedule is. Right now I'm in this weird in-between phase where I'm getting up naturally at 8 a.m., which I don't understand. Um, oh. And every book seems to have um, – I seem to operate better at a certain part of the day depending on the book. Uh, this, These particular edits are kind of like I'm more focused in the afternoon. But generally what I say is this. If I'm writing, if I'm doing a first draft, I get up. I usually get my coffee, and well, usually, I always get my coffee. Yeah. Um, I spend that time where you're kind of waking up and settling in and drinking coffee and all that. I, I do my, um, my emails and my PR there. So sorry, anyone who's ever gotten an email from me and gone, what? <laughs> but I, I do it then, and then when I settle in to write, it's 20 pages, period. No matter how long it takes throughout no the day. No matter how long it takes. If I have, if I take four hours, great. If I take eight, okay. If I take fourteen, that's what it takes. Um, and what once, is what? And, what you is, know, I stop to eat when I remember. What does twenty pages look like word what? count for you? <sighs> I don't know. I know you're always looking at twenty pages, but I mean, do you yeah. have an average? Okay, so the way. I still write in that format that everybody hates, which is um, one-inch margins, double-spaced, courier new. Um, and the only reason I do that is because, um, one, at a glance, it reminds me that this is a first draft. Um, two, 20 pages is roughly two scenes. Mm. So by writing, or a long scene, but, you know. Um, so by writing 20 pages, I can, I'm two more scenes closer to my next plot point. So there's this weird sort of balance thing going on. Um, for me, I'm actually, I have to look this up because I don't know what it is. Um, 20, I want to say 20 pages is 5,000 words, I think. Something like that. Um, wow, okay, see, I was thinking 15,000. I'm, my my estimate was really high. Fifteen thousand? Are you yeah. insane? You have a book done in a week and a half. Seriously, um, I write. Let's see, if I write twenty pages a day every weekday, or at least um, five days a week, mm -hmm. uh, that gives me a fourth of a book. And so, like, yeah. Well, if you think about it, uh, right, 20 right. pages, five of those is 100 pages. 
Am I making up my math? No, that's right. <laughs> well, you have ran out of numbers, so we don't know. I'm math good. I'm math good. Um, but yeah, that's, you know, and then your your average mass market book is 400 pages, give or take. Right. So. I always feel shorted when it's less than 300. Yeah, so I'm looking at about 4,500, 5,000 words. So 4,500 to 5,000 words. Per day. Give or take. <clears throat> yeah. That's taking your own horn status right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm a humble bragging. No, this is, um, I've seen people do more, I've seen people do less, but the, at the end of the day, um, what's important, I totally, there you are, what's important is that you get it done. It, three months, six months, nine months, um, if, you're, if it's taking you longer than a year, unless you're George R. R. Martin, I'd say <laughs> maybe revisit kind of how you're doing it. Yeah, it's aside, but speaking of George R. R. Martin, um, when everybody was complaining about his last book, did you see where Scalzi's like, well, look, here's his new book. It's this this long. Guess what? Given what I wrote in the same time period, it's exact, almost the exact same length. So why are you all bitching? Um, Writers are not your bitches. Yeah. Neither are readers, incidentally. Funny, no, no. we're not bitches. No. I'd like to lodge a complaint. <laughs> Let's see, I, you were talking about how to like pare down distractions, and like this is how I pare down distractions. This is my writing bag. It's, it's also awesome. it's also my gaming bag because well, those are they are hand in hand. Yeah, but I can't I can't I can't write here. I can't. I have I have Twitter. I have. Oh, so you need like the the freedom or or whatever. Yeah. So to be away from the internet. I bought. Well, I just need something smaller. So I bought this, and like I I take this my little. There we go. Yep. I brought my. It's a little Chromebook, and I I'll head out to. Um, yeah, and I head out to Starbucks, and I, I sit that. down, and I don't come home. Until whatever it is, the, the the count that I need for that day is done. And so if that's what works for you, then get on with your bad self, because that's what everybody has to figure out is what works. Now, the thing is, is does it work? So far, for I, him, for him, it it seems to be. It's I um, every well, week. Do a book now. Man, I, I yeah. think that's the the next step is like get my shit done with. Like yeah. Glitter Wolf, and then prove to myself that I can get something accepted by somebody, and then next step is do the fucking book. Once, and, once and people are hungry enough, go on, Mike. Sorry. That and and that's where I am. Um, there's a couple of um, online magazines that are accepting um, submissions, and I have one crime story cool. that I've, I've for the last couple of weeks I've really been focusing on. Trying to, I know it's sad to say, but perfect. And if I can get that submitted and accepted, that's my hunger. You know what I mean? That's 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 my. I can In the words, I, I can do it. In the words of soccer announcers, go. Exactly. Yeah. If, if uh, I can get you know, this short story accepted, 
then I move on to the next thing. Okay, so that I guess that takes me to the next thing, which is um, you have to know. What, I think I was like six when I learned this phrase, and I want to say my mom said it, and it's it's kind of just pretentious enough for her to say it. So I feel like it came from her, and I was in some sort of kindergarten art kind of class, and I looked at, I don't remember if it was a teacher or whatever, but there was this finger painting kind of thing going on, and I was like, an artist always knows when to stop. <laughs> and ever since then, it's been like in my head. And and really perfecting your manuscript. I mean, you know, right. you know what I'm saying here. Right, right, right. But for everybody that's like, you know, well, I'm just trying to make it perfect. I'm trying to make it perfect. Every I, I follow a couple agents um, for various reasons, mostly because I cross paths with them and I like them. And they all have said at one point or another, over polishing is a legitimate thing, and you will be rejected for it. Like you, it's it's like when you take an interesting stone and you polish away all the interesting bits. Right, right, right. So it's better to to give it the best you've got, and then stop. Well, where I'm at with this particular story now is making sure the there's like details throughout the story that's set up the punchline, so to speak, and I just want to make sure I'm I'm polishing that. The story itself is done. I'm just making sure those small little MacGuffins make sense. Hey, people are watching us, right? Right. Right. People are watching us? Yeah. So, hey, Mike, when are you going to submit this? Uh, Actually, I'm next week. Y'all heard it. Next week. So, on October... The, the it, it's oh, been. we expect to hear that. No, the the, the, the first weekend, uh, the the first. I was gonna uh, say, dude, let's. Not <laughs> the, the for, yeah, yeah. No, the Our first next week episode. <gasps> I'm like, be. oh man, I'm really late. <laughs> no, well, our next our next episode, then we we expect All to right. hear that you have submitted it. Yeah, and speaking mind. of which, I'm still trying to figure out how to do October fourth episode because that's when I'll be at the Macon conference again. I'm still. I, I, I want to do a show from there, but I don't know if it's going to be possible. Well, you it's, you may not be able to hang out it, but you can record it on that minimum your phone and then right. put it up. Because I will be in the middle of the woods at that point. Right. I, I was thinking actually doing a um, audio podcast only for that one. You're it's, all a bunch of slackers. Well, I'll have Delilah hiking and, ten miles a day, ma'am. Slacker. That day. Yay, Delilah! So Delilah Dawson is phenomenal, and if you haven't read her, every one of you needs to go read her because she wrote a character named Crimine Stain. And initially, I read the back of the book, and I'm like, Crimine, really, really? And I read it, and I went, Oh, Crimine! So. Now I can't say criminy without actually, and I say it all the time. I'm like, criminy, what is wrong with you? And invariably, I just hear his voice in my head, like saying all kinds of things. And um, she she writes phenomenally. She yeah. is amazing. See, I, I, I haven't read the two books yet. What? 
You I, are I have them. Slackers. Yes, I know. I have them, and my my, my wife loves them. She she's read both. And I bought them for my friends. I've read um, the story from Fireside, which yeah. I which I loved. I thought it was incredible. Mm-hmm. But most of all, the thing that she Follow just blew me away with was the Shadow Man novella. Follow me, boy. Yeah, mm-hmm. that. I mean, it was it was awesome. I mean, yeah. that's a lame old term, but it, it was. It, I loved that story. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I need to. That's what I need to do this weekend. Then. <laughs> oh, I've read it. I love the book. I, I love the novella. I I need to write a review for it because she. Mm-hmm. I already. Hmm. <laughs> Who do we know yes, do. that writes for a comic book? Right. 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 Website. Yeah. So, and if unless, life gets in the way sometimes. Well, I, I, I've promised them these things, so I'm, and I have to deliver. And you have like, to deliver, just yeah, like Mike so, in a submission. Yeah, so that's why it's like kind of fell behind because like they want they prefer comic stuff, um, and we because at first I never I wouldn't post comic stuff at all because I didn't want to like step on their toes and like then they like no right right about what. Comics, the internet is a vast place. Yeah. So, and then they were all happy, and it, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. This the story was so great that I would almost go into a championing championing her cause to actually write the comic because she had such a great grasp of mm-hmm. that. I mean, it's it's it was better than just the action of the comics, and actually had some soul to it. Awesome. Yeah, she's she's pretty phenomenal. All right, so do we have anything anything after once you query your agent? Yeah, you like how we go back and forth? No, what's what I like is how you 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 are keeping the the show on point. Seriously. Yeah, so whereas last time it was me keeping John and Mike on point. <laughs> oh, I can't I can't talk to John Horner Jacobs. Without us just going into weird territory <laughs> that's completely off topic. I mean, he's a joy to talk to. Yes, he is. I, I love his stuff. Hence, well, any author that I love, I end up buying their books for everybody I know because, one, I love my friends and then I love the author, so therefore I can share both loves. And, and I have I, no I, friends that read. I'm sorry. <laughs> At least, I'm serious. All Other my than, uh, okay, look behind me. Okay, this, these three shelves are double stacked with my books. Front, you know, front stack and back stack. Mm-hmm. Then there's two shelves over there that are front and back stacked that are all my wife's stuff. And we literally have friends come over and look at our our shelves and go. You read all that? Oh, yeah. See, we read most of that. That must have took a long time. No, no, not really. See, that's why I've started doing contests now for both my sites. Um, if I have multiple copies of a book, I'm I'm 
I want to share the love. I'm like, I gave away in the mail today. I put in Chuck Wendig's um, Gods and Monsters to someone in Maine, and I started the contest for Cameron Hurley's um, Gods War mm -hmm. because um, Cameron's awesome. Her, um, I, yeah, she is awesome, and I know I've known her husband for a while. And at Gen Con, he brought me all three of her books signed to me, and. I would ice squeeze a little. Yeah, and, no doubt. And then I was like, okay, I need to share the love even more, so we're giving away our book. And 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 so I'm like, eh, that's just... Yeah, no, I, I actually, um, whenever an author friend gives me the book, I buy it for somebody else because I want to support my friends, you know, and I want to support these authors that I know, so... It's kind of a good way to do it, or I'll do like a giveaway and then buy it for them digitally, or you know, something like that. Oh yeah, well, something to basically say, you know, this book is awesome. Hey, publisher, take note. There's another sale. You know. Well, it's like, hmm, someone has a book coming out on Monday, which I already have, and yet I will still be purchasing. Hmm, I don't no, know. The formatting would be better if you purchase it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I converted it for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm like, I'm. I am a more of a physical book guy because I'm old, you know that. But yeah, so I'm like, but yeah, uh, I I have to read a book, if the physical copy. I I can't, I can't finish a book digitally. I will never finish it. I am Polly Bookerus. Yeah, I, I am too. I do. <laughs> I do. Digital or physical, I'm all over it. Yeah, I do read. Um, well, that's the only way I can read. Follow me, boy. Yeah, Bullets. it's, um, yeah. Anyway, um, so, so see, if you get started and you query your agent and then, you like this? This is like the fakest turnaround ever. And then, <laughs> and then your agent accepts you, you too will be on the path to greatness. And then we will good. be talking about you. And on that note, I think we'll bring this episode to a close. Uh, Karina, where can we find you? Okay, um, everywhere. I get around. Easy but not um, cheap. <laughs> that's right. Easy but not cheap. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Karina Cooper, K-A-R-I-N-A Cooper. That's the easy one. Um, you can also find me at www.karinacooper.com. And really, that has links to all of my social media ever, of which I have four bajillion. Um, I'm super spammy on Twitter, though, and super awesome. So Twitter is the best place to find me, really. All right, Rob. Um, you can find me on Twitter at GrimGaroth. Um, I am on the internet at the the Pumpkin Society at blogspot.com. Um, I also am on zerofortitude.com and ideologyofmadness.com. Um, that's a lot of dot coms. Yeah, I was gonna say. Do you have an identity problem? <laughs> I I'm GrimGaroth everywhere. And when people recognize where I stole that from, it makes me so happy. I, I'm still looking. <laughs> it's, a, uh, it's a gaming reference. It's a what? It's a gaming reference. Okay. Then I'll likely never find it. There's a lot of gaming out there. <clears throat> and I can be found on Twitter at Mr. Mike myself. Um, lately, work has kept me away from the Twitters. 
Um, we miss you. A little here and there, but not a lot lately. Um, and of course, my website, which is horribly, abysmally <laughs> blank and empty and just void of any substance whatsoever. You're hurting my heart. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm hurting my heart a little. But at michaeldwoods.com. And uh, probably Sunday, you'll be able to find this on audio at hashtag audiocast at uh, dot podbean. Um, and with that, uh, have a um, good night. I'm, I'm going to be on Twitter probably for the next two, three, four, six hours working on these edits. So if you have any questions about what we discussed or about getting started, then hit me up. I'm totally all yours for the evening. <laughs> There's so many jokes there. There's so many jokes there. Come to me with gifts, or I'm sorry, gifs. 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 <laughs> or pictures bring of gifts. Randy Orton. I do like those pictures of Randy Orton. That's very nice. And good night, people. <laughs>